Welcome, everyone, to the Dogs Gotta Eat podcast. That sounds so sad. Uh, I am your host, Phil. And as always, I am joined by the brothers, Chris and Sean. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> so upbeat and happy. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're all sad. Um, uh, you guys are kind of copying me. I've been sad the whole podcast. Yeah, you had a tough, and you had probably the toughest weekend out of all of us. Our teams were off on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, my life is just one big shit show when it comes to football. <laughs> I'm one fantasy team's two and four. One's one and five. Miami's two and four. I might just leave the meeting now. <laughs> Chris has left the meeting. Uh, Sean, how are you? I'm doing all right. Um, I was uh, live and in person for the game that we're going to be talking about today. I, uh, I had some pretty good seats, so I was able to witness that catastrophe kind of uh, front and center. Well, front and to the side, I, I saw the seats. <laughs> front and left of center. Yeah, front and goal line. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the best word you can use to describe it as a catastrophe. Um, Browns lose on Sunday. Lose is such a nice word to use. Uh, Browns get is shit pumped. Is this the is this a shit pumping? It wasn't a clowning. Mm. No, was, I don't think it was a shit pumping. It was embarrassing. It wasn't a clowning though. They didn't clown us. Maybe yeah. a little. No, they didn't clown us because there was never like moments where they were showing off or anything like that. I don't think it was a shit pumping, but I could see why people would call it a shit pumping without watching it. Yeah. Um, 37, 14, really, you could call it 30. It was 37, right? Is what the final was? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yes. You could really call it 37, 7 if you take out the Hail Mary. You wouldn't, obviously, but um, I mean, 30. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you really wouldn't, but you call it 37 7. You wouldn't, wouldn't but, but you could. So 37 14. Ugly game all around on both sides of the ball. Uh, I mean, there's not much to say. It, it sucks. Half the team is hurt. We'll go into that more with the injuries. Um, I think we have the most players on the injured list right now. Um, if you take out preseason injuries were like one of the top five and in injured reserve players. But again, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but I mean, we'll go right into it. Sean, I'll start with you. What looking back on this game, what's the biggest reason for the loss? Like what was the biggest reason why this game went the way it did? The fact that we had to start both James Hudson and Blake Hans, and the fact that we're playing uh, quarters style defense with safeties that don't seem to know how to play quarters. Yeah. I mean, it has been, I think most evident on the defense that in the secondary, there's a, a massive miscommunication and I don't know what you can really put that to considering the fact that it's week six. Oh, can I get in? Okay, that's a good lead-in, though, because I wanted to talk about the defense. Okay. So we've been talking about the defense, and they'll pop up that stat that says we're fifth in yards per game. Mm-hmm. And I think – so I just – it's not wrong, but it's – I don't think the defense is good or bad, but I think 
the stats are weird. Mm-hmm. So hang with me here. Okay. They're right. The we're fifth in yards per game. We are fifth in yards per play. Mm-hmm. We are um 10th in most points allowed. So we're 22nd in points allowed. Okay. Which is kind of weird comparing the two. Passing yards where we're kind of in the middle. I think we're 12th least passing yards. Mm-hmm. Rushing yards where one of the top sixth least yeah. rushing yards. Penalties, we are um, we're right in the middle. We're actually pretty low on yards. We're 10th in yards, mm-hmm. but we're third in penalty yards that turn into a first down, which is also very interesting. Yeah. And the worst stat that um, that we have, and this is what does concern me, is um, turnovers. We have four turnovers on defense. We've got to be one of the worst. We are um, – one team has two, two teams have three, and then three teams have four. So the defense isn't <clears> – <throat> I know we had an argument like, is this a good defense or not? I don't think I don't think we can watch that game and be like, this is a good defense. I don't think it's a bad defense. Mm-hmm. But when you don't create any turnovers, it's hard in the NFL now to ever be a good defense when you don't give them you don't get the ball ever. Yeah. From your defense. So yeah. that's kind of weird. I thought I wanted to bring that up. And the other thing is the difference in points per game and yards per game, but as I think about it, it feels like all of our turnovers, because I can think of the Gillen drop, the Chubb fumble in the Chiefs game, the Baker interception in the Texans game, all three turnovers, I think, this week, they all every, were on yeah. the other side of – on on our side of the field. Every turnover this week they got within the 30, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, what are I don't know what the odds of that are, and like, maybe some of that's bad luck, but there's not much defense can do there. So I get points is misleading, but also points is what win or lose games. So uh, oh, and the, very weird. And at the end of, the, sorry, at the end of the day, like our defense of two of those three, two of those three possessions, our defense held the Cardinals to field goals, so they did a decent job even with that. Um, I mean, they were there were 13 points off turnovers. Um, but obviously two of those three were, um, were just holding of the field goals, which, which was really good given where, given where they started, given where, where the Cardinals started with the ball. Right. But we also gave up 37. So like, that's yeah, what no, I'm saying. I, I don't think, I don't think you can argue this is a good defense, but I don't think it's a bad defense. Yeah. Like, if someone just goes like, well, the Browns defense is bad. It's like, that's not, you, you don't, you're not watching the games, mm-hmm. but the, um, I don't think you can sit there and say we have a good defense. No, I agree. I think I think this week was a perfect example of, yeah, we gave up 37 points. The defense was put in bad spots a lot of times on those turnovers, but you're still giving up 37 points. Like the defense played better in the second half and looked better because they got more, like they had a punt in the second half. And there were times when the defense looked adequate, like, on the roughing the passer, like that, we had them stopped. You yeah. had them stopped on there. There was a couple of those penalties that on the um, pass interference that led to first downs that would have gotten us out of there. So, well, that's a good point, too, right? I mean, you can, we can argue that that's kind of how the football stats work is like you mm-hmm. can argue, hey, well, we're not very penalized, but 
if all of our penalties lead the first downs, yeah. then it doesn't matter how penalized you are. Yeah. So it's like, you got to dig a little bit deeper to get the full story on the stats. I think it's in football more than any other sport. Mm-hmm. And I, I think when you look at the full stats, it's like, you know, there are some defensive concerns here that we didn't really think about earlier. Yeah. yeah I think secondary wise, that's where the biggest concern is right now. The defensive line, you have monsters all across the defensive line. And it's really not, a, I don't have any worries with that linebacker. We know what it is, especially now with the injuries, you know what it is. Um, but I mean, Chris, is that, is just the defense overall the biggest reason why, or what, it, what was your. Big I mean, why? I think this was a great, a great mix of everything, right? I mean, we scored 14 points. We gave up 37. I think the blame is kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. I have one more stat for you. Let me see if I can find it to your point. Um, we are in hurries. We are actually relatively, we're low on hurries, but we're high on hurry percent, mm-hmm. like 12th. But um, we are third in sacks at eight at 18. And um, our blitz rate is like bottom third. So like we are getting pressure with four, mm-hmm. um, which is even more inexcusable for the, the back seven. Um, but no, I think, I think this was a good game to kind of the blames all over the place, right? Score 14 points and give up 37. There's plenty of blame to go around. Yeah. It's a game where for me, I think, I think the biggest problem was the, the miscommunications on defense. Like you saw multiple times where DeAndre Hopkins was wide open. That shouldn't happen. Like you can argue that the, the Cardinals have maybe the most offensively talented team with almost too many guys to cover between uh, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, AJ Green, who looks like old AJ Green again, and DeAndre Hopkins. That's not adding Zach Ertz, who is what he is, but he's still a guy who can get open and make plays. If it was week one or two with a, with a short preseason like we had, yeah, I have no problem with there being – um, you know, miscommunications or things like that, but we're in week six and John Johnson has not looked great. Greg Newsom has been fine. I have no problem with Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom may be a guy who's better in zone coverage. Denzel Ward is not. Denzel Ward does not do well in zone coverage. And I'm not, that's not saying Denzel Ward is bad because a corner is a position where it is almost specialty. Like, good corners are good in man coverage. Jalen Ramsey, uh, Richard Sherman in the day. Darrell yeah, Revis. It was, elite, it was Revis Island. Elite corners are good, yeah. yeah, in man coverage. Like, they're good in man coverage because they say, man-to-man, I'm going to take you down. Like, you can't get past me. Zone is specifically designed for – there's pockets in a zone for guys to get open, and it makes corners look bad. And that's the biggest problem I have is there's just no, no change in it. Sean, I've, I've, we've talked about it, Sean, where there's just Joe Woods's offense or defense doesn't change. It's putting well, guys in bad positions. And I think the issue is um, uh, Nick Burns kind of does a, um, a reaction type uh, breakdown every week after the game. 
he had a uh, he. There were some tweets that he had come out with yesterday, talking about how John Johnson, a lot of times when he was successful with with the Rams, it was because he was playing closer to the line of scrimmage. The issue with this is Ronnie Harrison has lapses in his in his coverage ability, and I think those are starting to show. So, mm-hmm. as much as I want to get on John Johnson for not being an impact after after we did give him some money and he was a big uh, defensive free agent signing. I think there are times where he's just trying to make up for lapses from whether it's Harrison, whether it's Grant Delpit, who obviously is still trying to figure everything out. He's only played in six games and he's, he's um, not playing full snaps in any of those games, working his way back from his Achilles injury. Johnson is, there are times where Johnson's just trying to make up for other people's mistakes. Like Ronnie Harrison is getting abused in coverage more often than not from what it seems like. He's he's a the problem is you're playing two safeties that are both better at the line of scrimmage and that doesn't leave much when it comes to the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, Her, Her, when when Harrison and John Johnson are both better at at trying to trying to disrupt running plays, trying to trying to get some get some hits down, you, you can't have two of those guys do that and then just give up what you give up on the back end. And so there are a lot of times where John Johnson will be like the only safety in the picture after you give up a big game or like on that Hopkins touchdown. But he's trying to make up for the a lot of times for mistakes by Troy Hill, mistakes by Ronnie Harrison, and it, it only gets you so much. So while I'm disappointed at, at his impact level, I think that might be part of it. Yeah, I mean, there's been times when Ronnie Harrison just doesn't. It's almost, it's almost like a a, a Josh Gordon effect at times where he just doesn't look like he knows what's going on up or Nikhil Harry. You saw Nikhil Harry with the Patriots. It just doesn't know the playbook. Just doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. Just doesn't know where he's supposed to be at times. And that's frustrating because it's you, we traded, traded for you. He played well at times last year, but that could have been because he, you know, didn't have to do much and was just kind of playing free and doing what he wanted. And, you know, now you have to be in coverage and it's not, it's not going well. Um, We'll, we'll move into the next topic where we talked about the injuries. So right now the Browns uh, have the most players on the injured list um, on the injury report with 27. The second team is the Broncos actually um, adding two more players to the injured reserve with Cream uh, Hunt and JOK. JOK looking like he's going to be out multiple weeks with a high ankle sprain. Um, and Kareem Hunt, they said a few weeks as well because of the calf. Nick Chubb ruled out for Thursday, but not on the injury, uh, injured reserve. Uh, uh, Jarvis Landry still can come off of it, but we don't know when. We don't know if he'll play Thursday. Likelihood is no. Um, yeah, he but, practiced today, but yeah. they're not sure. Yeah, I know he practiced today. The tackles. Chris, you told me the tackles are still not ruled out. Um, so we'll see what happens there. My question is this. We know we know the injuries are a big deal, but realistically, are the injuries an excuse for poor play? Like when you look at this team, Chris, I'll start with you. Is it is it a rightful excuse to use? You're three and three. You've lost, you know, you got beat bad on Sunday. Is injury is having being riddled with injury is a good excuse. Um, 
good excuse like yeah it's not like a good excuse in saying like okay so i'll say this i think it is because i think when healthy you are a very good team and you you saw that with the chiefs game and i think when healthy you're one of the best teams in the afc okay okay i can roll with that okay. all right i i think it's a good excuse yes because and you're going to hate me for going back to this. You guys are both going to get mad, but like there are guys that can overcome some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I read that Joel Batonio came out and said, Hey, the, the Cardinals were in the, a six, two defense. They had shown it on occasion, but they were in a six, two defense pretty much all game. And there was like, that's why we didn't run the ball that much. And when we did, it wasn't super successful. Mm-hmm. Baker is not good enough to overcome these injuries and lead a successful offense when they're saying, Hey man, throw the ball. And um, well, part of that, and, uh, is because, well, what the hell are you doing? Part of that is because, uh, you know, Landry also being injured doesn't help, but Baker's not good enough to, okay, now there's two offensive linemen out and your two running backs are out. I don't think Baker's good enough to overcome any of that. I'm not saying that 25 people in the league are, but there's five, six, seven that are, and Baker's not. So, um, it's hard, and I, that's why I'm so worried about the game on Thursday, which we'll get into, obviously. But I don't think Baker's the talent that can uplift you and say, hey, we got guys out, doesn't matter. I got this. He's just not that guy, and I think we saw it on Sunday. Sure. I think you all I, – I mean, I think part of that reason was because you had two turnstiles as his left and right tackle. Right, but – and, and he's – and he's – and he's – all. and I, I, I would say that I, I don't know if he's that guy or not, but, I mean, a 75% Mayfield absolutely isn't. A guy who has a torn labrum in his left shoulder definitely isn't that guy. And you, you couple the torn labrum with the fact that – there were, there were plays where James Hudson didn't get a hand on anybody coming out of – coming out of that yeah. that edge rush. Right, but we just saw Patrick Mahomes get hurt, leave the game against us, and then get to the Super Bowl with turnstiles. But, uh, but no one's ever – so, no like, Right, no uh, one's yeah. ever argued, though, that Baker Mayfield is Patrick Mahomes. We've, we've been – Neither am I. What I'm saying is, if you'd let me finish and stop cutting me off, is that there are guys that can do it and there's guys that can't and Baker can't. I'm not saying that he should be Mahomes – there's a lot of guys that can't do it. There's probably three or four guys, but because Baker is not one of those three or four guys, he can't do it. Well, what I'll say is, is Sean, I'll, I'll go with you. Then we'll go with you. And then I'll, I'll say what I'll, I'll go. Well, here and real quick, especially against the team. I'm not talking like maybe Baker could do it against the lions, Yeah, but like the, the Cardinals are legit. So I should have thrown that in there. It's not, it's not 31 teams in the league that he can't do it, but it is. Um, really good teams. You can the top half. Yes, Sean, is it is it a is it a viable excuse? I, I will I will go to my grave saying when you're when you're playing two third string tackles, absolutely because Blake Hans is a converted guard that he he played guard in the playoff game against the Chiefs, I believe, mm-hmm. and he then shifted over. You're down, Jedrick Wills, Jack Conklin, who are your two starters. Your your kind of Swiss Army knife tackle in Chris Hubbard is out for the season with a with with having to get um, shoulder surgery. So you're playing two third string tackles. Of of course, how many quarterbacks is that not going to speed up? How many quarterbacks Five, six, is that not going to make? 
Right. Five I, or I, so. I, I, yeah. I, dis- I disagree with that. I would say, I would say maybe Mahomes, maybe Aaron Rodgers, just because he's been in there so much, and Tom, and Tom Brady, maybe Josh Allen. Those are the four I'm going to say. Even even a guy like Lamar, I think that's you going just, to speed him up, did, make, did you make just it disagree. be his run first. Did you just disagree with five to go with four, just to be clear? Yeah, I did. I did. But I don't think I don't think in the NFL it's a good excuse only because everyone's got injuries. And yeah, we have more, sure, but like no one gets through the season, especially 17 games. No one's getting through this clean. But and all of this I want to go say that that's fine, but for this specific game, the season's not over, but for this specific game, yeah, like we we didn't play good enough. Sean I mean, I, I said I said what I needed to until I was cut off again. I well, now we're even. So I agree evenly with both of you. So what I'll say is this: I do. This will surprise you guys. I do agree that I don't think Baker is a guy who can who who can win with. Let's put him in Lamar's situation, where Lamar lost all his running backs and is basically throwing to idiots out there. I don't think <laughs> Baker could win with that. I'm just picturing them with like really low IQs. Like, duh, where do I run? Duh. Like, I would, I would take Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown ten times out of ten on this Browns team. But this is what I will say though, I think the the injuries are an excuse because you have seen what you are when you have when you have good linemen. Like, if you want to compare this to anything, compare it to 2019 when you didn't have a good offensive line and you saw what Baker looked like at times where he was making a ton of mistakes, where he looked bad because he, there, he was on the run a lot because he didn't have time in the backfield. This is very similar to that situation. Like, he never had a chance to move the ball. The injury is definitely adding to it. He is, he is afraid in the backfield to get hit because he knows it's going to hurt. And especially, this is a tough game to do it against because it's the Cardinals, so they are a very good team. So you're comparing – it's not like you're comparing just an average team. Like, if they would have played maybe the Bengals, I think then you have a situation where you can look at it and say, okay, maybe injuries aren't an excuse because the Bengals, who knows what they are. But you are you are one of the most hurt teams at the biggest positions. If this was – if we had a defensive tackle – if we were on like a third and fourth string defensive tackle – and our you know third string guard i don't think anybody's saying anything but you're missing both tackles so pull the spots where you're getting a ton of pressure you have no idea what's coming around the edge and like you said sean james hudson at one point looked like he didn't know what the count was james hudson had a a penalty in the first quarter that he (laughs) he didn't even line up on the line of scrimmage you're okay, a tackle. Here, here, here's what I would say just real quick. And I have two thoughts. One, I do think comparing it to Lamar Jackson's tough because, like, he is the running game. It, I don't know if anybody else could do what he's doing being the yeah. running game. But I will say where I agree with both of you is um, I think injuries as an excuse for one game is fine. Mm-hmm. I think that if we were – four and one and we had won one of the chiefs or chargers games it's almost easier to say it yeah because you're like oh hey well full strength for this i don't think it's fair in the nfl to use an excuse of injuries for the next 14 weeks or however many weeks there are so i think i think we're talking about two different things 
but I would say, yeah, it's fair to say, yeah, we're real beat up. Um, the, the Cardinals are really good. Yes, that's a fair excuse for the game. I don't think in 13 weeks we could be like, well, we went six and 11, but we were hurt. Like that you got to figure out. Yeah, it's not a long term excuse. It's a short term over, hey, these guys are out for a couple weeks. Chubb's mm-hmm. out for these couple weeks. When you look back and say, okay, say we don't make the playoffs and we finish, you know, eight and nine or nine and eight, whatever the numbers work out to be. Uh, nine and eight, and we don't make the playoffs. You can look back and say, well, shit, maybe if those guys were healthy at that time, you know, we, we beat the Broncos on a short week and we do this kind of stuff. Those are where you can look at it in the end. Mm-hmm. But I agree. You can't look at it in a full season and say, hey, we were hurt for these for the rest of the season. That's why we yeah. didn't make the playoffs. Because there's going to be injuries for everybody. And, and yeah. as an organization, you got to figure it out. I'm fine with saying, yeah, like this, this was just kind of a perfect storm of a perfect storm of shit. Can you cut, can you, can you cut this real quick? Yeah. Fucking Will Smith, you goddamn asshole. All right. What's the score? Fucking, what a collapse, dude. God fucking damn it. Six, five. I have the Dodgers minus one and a half bases loaded two outs. Bellinger had to hit a home run to get it tied five, five. And then, uh, the it's they scored one more, so I'm gonna lose my bet. Fucking three oh, this is gonna fucking collapse then. Um, all right, so we'll move on a little bit more on this game. Um, we already talked about the defense struggling. I think the biggest thing I think we can all agree on what can be done to make things better is just get healthy. It's really about it. And get healthy and things. use the damn middle of the field once in a while. Yeah, I and I the one thing I, I'm I'm obviously in, in the grand scheme of things it probably doesn't matter, but um, there there was people talking about that fourth down play in the first quarter. I'm sick. First off, I'm sick of Kevin Stefanski not taking points when when we can. No, Again, yeah, it probably yeah. didn't matter. Yeah, I I, I um, think it's super easy to say we should have taken points when we don't even get a playoff because that's like the third or fourth time that's happened now. What I was trying to say is, um, and and people know that uh, more often than not, I'm I'm on the Mayfield side of things. People were upset that Mayfield didn't throw the ball to Beckham on that fourth down play when he was coming across the middle. Number one, he probably drops the ball anyway, like he did on fourth down in the fourth quarter. Uh, And, but number two, the read was to Richard Higgins on the out route. Higgins had, just broken into his his um had just broken into his route and it was it was going to be covered but that linebacker on fourth down was already in his face there's no yeah. way in hell you're turning back to the left side of the field to see a guy coming across the middle as your second read that it was bothering me when people were referencing that play like oh he didn't make the easy throw his first read was to Higgins Higgins had just gotten into his break and that linebacker was already in his face no and no the- one's making that throw the OBJ catch in the fourth PF, PFF did not roll a drop. Really? That guy's hand was in there. Okay. Maybe uh, you got to catch it, but they, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. I just feel like an out, like if you want to be an alpha receiver, you still have to come down with that. Yeah. I mean, we said the same thing because we were watching it. Like people are going to look at that. They're going to look at the all 22 and be like, well, look at this. Another situation where OBJ is wide open and Baker Plus, misses there was- him. It's like you can clearly see he can't see him. Like he can't mm-hmm. get over there and see him. 
And and that and number twenty for the Cardinals when they showed the when they showed the next gen dots or whatever mm-hmm. Jake Trotter usually tweets it. He number twenty when he was playing at the first down marker. He was in front. Even if he does get somehow miraculously get that ball to Beckham, if Beckham if if that guy makes an open field tackle, it, it's it's the it's a turnover on downs anyway because that guy he could come up before the first down line. Yeah. As far as Baker goes in this game, he played poorly, but I don't think it was outside of the interception. The interception. I thought he made some throws. I thought he still made some throws. He did. I I agree. The 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 two. Sorry, Phil. The the two fumbles were him trying to do too much, knowing the pocket, knowing the guys were getting beat. Him trying to like the wad play, even though he probably gets injured on the wad play anyway. Like you throw the ball out of bounds, it's not a fumble. But Baker probably still because he got tripped. He got tripped either way. But um, I thought he there were still some throws that he made. Uh, he threw the ball 60 yards in the air at the end of the half with a torn labrum to score a touchdown on the Hail Mary play. Like, that's impressive. But, again, but there – and he finally started to get a rhythm, into a rhythm on that last drive with the, with the boot rollout, with the couple screens to Beckham let him, let him make a play. And then, that, like, he, he put the ball in the right spot on that fourth down. I agree. Like, obviously the throw to Higgins, that was intercepted. He just – that ball just sailed throw. on him. That was a it was a bad throw. But I thought there were some plays, even in the first drive, he hit he hit Austin Hooper for a first down on third and eight. Yeah, James Hudson down. wasn't on the fucking line of scrimmage, but he hit Austin Hooper for a first down. Like there were some he still made some throws. So that's why I have a little bit of hope if he does play on Thursday, and obviously we'll get into it, because he's he's still been able to make some throws, even with this harness in this tournament. Yeah, I think that's a game where if you're Dredrick Wills and you're Jack Conklin, you have to look at that and say, we can get in this game. Like, we can get in there and we can, you know, we need to do something. At least one of them needs to come back and be in there. Because at least then, like, it helps that I don't think the Denver defense is as good. And we'll get into that in a second. Um, Because there was something I was going to talk about. Do we even look at any free agent quarterbacks? But that's a dumb question, really. Well, um, if, I saw if, especially if it, especially if this is a pain tolerance thing, and yeah. this is a like you can't. I don't. It doesn't sound like you can hurt it anymore. This seems like one of those things where it's pain tolerance until you eventually get offseason surgery. So yeah, everything I saw said. Down. Everything I saw said it's pretty much hey, you're hurt until yeah, until the season's over. So um, his but, QBR that was his I think third. The, the QBR, rather, didn't like that game. Um, no, that's got to be one of his wasn't his third rating? best QB. I'm saying it currently. That's currently what I'm saying is what his QB rating was third highest of the year. Mm-hmm. That's Yeah, like I said, we saw at halftime, he had better stats than – than Kyler. Kyler, granted, was put in better situations, so he wasn't throwing for as many yards. And they would have been, they would have been the same even without the Hail Mary. I think he was like 55 yards over, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was pretty much the, the Hail Mary. Yeah, and if you look at it too, like we've we talked about the turnovers, like Cardinals had five fumbles, they got all of them back. We had two fumbles, we didn't get either of them back. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that you know on Vilma talked about on Rosillo's podcast. There is like turnover is turning the ball over and getting the ball. Like you said, Chris, that's a huge part of football. Like you look every single year, it's hard to compare college to pros, but nine times out of 10, the teams that are doing very well or are in the top, you know, 15 in college are creating turnovers. It's why Iowa was as high as they were because they were creating turnovers. And I mean, 
they were. Their offense sucked, but their defense put them in good spots because they were getting turnovers. Yeah, and they didn't play anybody, but yeah. But you know what I mean. Like you're yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not if you're not getting turnovers, it's not a good look. Granted, the turnover well, and, margin and we're is not high. we're not well we're no we're we're still like minus five or six. It's bottom third of the league on turnover margin, as well. But the uh, yeah, I it sucks watching Kyler Murray basically dribble a ball for a first down. Uh, that wouldn't have been called a travel in the NBA. And anytime we cough it up, we lose it. Yeah. So that was a tough, like, those are ones that are kind of like wonky stats you don't see often. So, um, but short week this week, uh, Thursday night football at home, Denver coming in, um, Denver coming off of a loss to the Raiders, where the Raiders had every reason to lose that game, but they rallied around their vengeance game for John Gruden, their fallen coach. Um also, Derek Carr having just the lamest, lamest line ever of uh, yeah. love the sinner, not the sin. Like, fuck out. I honestly, I don't think that was that lame because, like, there's no good way to put what he's feeling. And that, like, kind of got people off his case. Like, oh, what yeah, are you supposed to say there? It's lame, yes. But, like, I thought it was actually pretty good. In it's all the perfect like Christian comeback. Cause it's like, Oh, I love the man, but not what he did. Like, right. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Actually. Yeah. It's just, it's cheesy, I guess is the right word. Yeah. And it's yeah. a super corny thing. So. Mm-hmm. And Derek Carr's a super corny dude. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so short week Thursday night football, which is nice given the fact, you know, hopefully you can get a quick turnaround and things. Go it well, would be nice but, to, yeah, it'd be nice to get this. Like, like to get a win and get this taste out of our mouth. Yeah, it makes so. you forget about Sunday real quick. And you get um, and you get the long break for the injured guys. So we'll go into this and given what we have now. So let's say you roll out with the team that you had on Sunday, minus obviously JOK and Kareem Hunt, because we know we don't have them. You roll out the team that you had on Sunday. Sean, can you win this game if you go in with the same team you had on Sunday? I think so, because I don't think the Broncos are any good. Chris? I mean, they're not. The Broncos are No, good. they're not. They were 3-0 and because they played 0-9 teams. Um, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think we can win, yeah, sure. But um, I, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Like low scoring? Like just – I think it's going to be a, all 60 minutes – no team gets up or down by more than like three to seven points bloodbath. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of those. I think if you rolled out the team that you had on Sunday, I think you win, you can win, but I think it's like a 50, 50. I don't know. I, I just, it's, it's going to be a tough game. I, the hope obviously is attack was play, but if you rolled out the team that you had on Sunday, it's, it's not fun game to watch it's going to be ugly football and it's going to be nerve wracking, but. Well, it's amazing too, um, that we're the same favorite for this game as we were the Cardinals yeah. two days ago. The point spread is weird. I guess the, we're getting three points because they're coming here. Yeah. For what it's worth, yeah. for what it's worth, David Chow, who is uh, he's pro football doc on Twitter, who a lot of people kind of go to. Fantasy wise and just injury wise, he does expect both Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham to play on Thursday. Damn it! It is well. Now I feel worse. Now I feel worse if Odell Beckham's going to play. Why? 
Because he stinks. Like, I mean, I'd like – now with no Landry, too, I would like to see w- what Baker looks like because I do think I, – I, I tried to play nice on it not being Odell Beckham's fault, but, like, how many more data points do we need here? Well, yeah, that's the one stat that I forgot to bring up. So the Browns' total time of offense when they scored was five minutes, and those it was the only five minutes that Odell was not on the field. Yeah, I mean, what? how many more data points – do we need to say that it just doesn't work? Yeah. I mean, we've said it before. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anybody sucks either way. It just means it's not a good fit. Happens. Yeah. And I think that the big two things is for this game is going to be, you know, how healthy is Baker? How much protection does he get? Um, those, uh, those are obviously huge. And the other one, like with the, with the new starting running back, how earnest will Johnson be? If he's pretty earnest, I don't like our odds. If he's D earnest, I think I, I think we win. So we'll see how earnest he really can be. It is can, All jokes aside, can, can Anthony Walker do something? Can like, Anthony, I just want him. Can Anthony Schwartz do something? That told that too. First of all, <laughs> for the record, for the record, you te- I know you texted me about the Schwartz play. The first time, the first time the Browns called that for the first the first time the Browns called that sweep. If you look at the all twenty two, yeah, we had Baker Mayfield. We said that just a hunt. We said that Kareem line. Hunt yeah. missed flipping it back because Baker Mayfield's going to block. Odell mm-hmm. Beckham, that's a touchdown. Of yeah. course, Anthony Schwartz isn't going to have anything happen when the whole defense is looking for that play. No, we so, saw that live, and all I, all three of us that were paying attention said, oh, my God, why didn't he flip it? The all-22 was hilarious to see because it, it shows how wide open it was, and then you just realize, like, when Hunt got the ball, he had it in his opposite arm, and he was turned straight. So yeah, he yeah. was never getting rid of that ball. So I don't know if he just, like, missed the play call. I don't know. That was so like that can't be that can't possibly be it. You can't possibly giving you have have that be an art or running back option to pitch to the wide receiver or keep it. No, that can't it, possibly be. The and it can't be to set something up later because it's not going to work. Like that's not a play yeah. that like, like it, it would have. Yeah. There was one guy. It was so you do it the other there was yeah, one guy it. in the picture. Yeah, yeah. I texted there was Sean, one guy in the picture. I texted Sean and said, "Anthony Schwartz, baby." <laughs> because because they ran that play, and the entire Cardinals team was looking for that. When yeah, yeah. when there was run one that. Cardinals defender in the picture, for you the gotta game. you gotta do the reverse first, and then play off the reverse. Yeah, exactly. Personally, yeah. Um, so this was a conversation that I've heard, um, seen in places. Is is there any thought to resting guys this week because it's a short week and you go in and say, screw it, let's see what happens. And if you lose, you just say, hey, we lost, but we have now 10 days to get over this going into the Steelers. Do you, Chris, let's start. Chris, do you put any any thought into that of just resting guys and saying, screw it, let's let's see what we got with the guys that we have and go in there with nothing? I didn't, but then I the more I thought about it, I'm like, if we don't have either tackle. We saw what that looks like. The Broncos defense is pretty good. Uh, they're going to see this as a game they can win. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we don't have any, if, if, if Johnson's only a little bit earnest, then what is stopping Baker from just getting pummeled the entire game? I don't know what the line would be of like, where do you stop benching people? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, I don't think we're there yet, but this feels like something in five years that like analytics will say like, well, actually you should bench them and give them time to get ready. I actually think that the the NFL will go this way eventually. I don't think it happens yet, but I don't think it's like, I I laughed at first because I'm like, what a stupid idea. Uh, But the way the season's lining up, like 
three and four versus four and three isn't going to change your playoff picture, nope. I don't think. So I don't actually – I think it would be weird and it would suck to hear it on talk shows for two weeks, but I don't think it's like a laughable idea as much as I did. Sean? If it, if it was – if I guess I'm kind of just all focused on Mayfield playing or not. If it was more of a foot or an ankle where a week of rest – is going to help things. I would say then, then maybe. Um, but th- like, like we talked about before, this feels like a strict pain tolerance throughout the entire season. I don't think him sitting Thursday, honestly, to me, if Baker Mayfield doesn't play on Thursday, we lose. I do not see Case Keenum winning this game. Revenge game. I, 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 I'm all about that narrative, but. I do not how, see Case Keenum winning that game. How earnest do you think Johnson would be with Case stop. Keenum? Can I can I stop? Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going. But but for me, it's for me that if if this wasn't a pain tolerance thing, I would maybe consider. But the fact that this is just strictly, it's never going to get better anyway. Mm-hmm. And and he like obviously every player says they want to be out there, but Stefanski's comments from today kind of make it sound like. It's not going to be Stefanski's decision. It's going to be Baker Mayfield's decision. Um, with Stefanski coming out and saying that that you that you love to hear that that gets you riled up as a team that the guy wants to be out there. So that strikes me as the fact that that Mayfield's going to have the final say, and, and there's no way Mayfield's going to say that he wants to sit. What no. what sucks for Baker though, and like to to have this come out is like if he does say that he's not going to play or like any time in the season he doesn't yeah. play, people are going to be like, what a pussy. Like yeah. that's the only bad part that that happens. Yeah. That's the only thing that sucks is like when you say like, it's completely up to me and Stefanski says, Hey, they have a big role in it. It immediately turns to yeah. well, Baker's not tough. And that yeah, is and people one talk thing. about the Jarvis Landry quote from hard knocks about that weak shit that we shit not living there anymore. So then like that whole conversation yeah. starts to circulate. Like, it's, for what Baker people can talk everything they want for a kid that grew up in, you know, nicer Texas who went to Oklahoma. He has got like Midwest blue collar attitude Mm -hmm. towards playing football. You know, you probably, if he wasn't playing football, he'd be a union guy, probably a pipe fitter to the day he dies. And it would be, he's like, he, he has, from that, from his toughness standpoint, he's a Cleveland guy. And that mm-hmm. it makes you feel good. I will agree with you, Chris. I laughed at it at first, but I think if you don't have both tackles and from a, from a point of, look, he's, it's going to hurt worse if he just gets back there and gets destroyed. And from a confidence standpoint, if you know both tackles are going to play, I just say screw it and just hey, hey, let's let's go into the Steelers where it's a, a. If it wasn't the Steelers and let's say you were going Broncos Lions, I think I would have a little bit less of like, hey, just play them and see what happens. But because you're going to the Steelers and it's such a crucial game, I think you if you only if you didn't have both tackles, if you have one tackle, go for it. But if you knew you were going to go out there with two dummies at left and right tackle again, I don't think you can do it. It's well, also what funny I'm... to think. Um, it's also funny to think like, all right, well, we don't have our tackles, we don't have our running backs, we gotta save Baker. Baker's not playing today. Case, go get him, baby. Yeah, go get <laughs> like, destroyed. If your head gets ripped off, that's not on us. Yeah, you signed a, a whole my, harmless. 
I, I still, I, I, I still feel like if the play with JJ Watt doesn't happen, none of this conversation comes about because the fumble, yes, the fumbles happen, but I feel like Mayfield wasn't on the ground the entire game. No, like that I, I didn't. So I don't, and I would argue that the Cardinals pass rush is probably better than the Broncos pass rush. I understand that the Broncos have Von Miller, but But you can, you can do, you can do things to take away one pass rusher, Mm -hmm. which we've seen sometimes with Miles Garrett, you can use tight ends. Um, just not David Njoku. You can use um, fullbacks. John, you can use like a guy like Johnny Stan. I don't. It, it doesn't strike me like Baker Mayfield wasn't on the ground of the entire. If he doesn't, if he doesn't get that hit with JJ Watt, this isn't even a conversation. Because no, it's the but, same but injury. that. But to that point, like if it only takes one hit, I feel like that yeah. takes that means no, more than not play him. I get yeah. it, but I but I'm just under the impression that. We're at a significant disadvantage with Case Keenum, and we don't. We do not win under any circumstance. I, I even agree if with, it, oh, no, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, even if uh, Johnson is the most earnest, you don't think we can pull Scott, that? I don't. No. Even if, even if, even if, if John, uh, even if Johnson is a earnest, like if, if he's the A plus earnest, I don't think we win. If it's what I will earnest, say though. is, I agree with you, Sean. I think there isn't this conversation if we don't see Baker get hurt. Does the conversation happen at some point? Maybe, but it's definitely not happening this week on a short week because he never looked any more hurt than he was before, especially with the week that he had last week where he was so good and everything did look fine. It, it, I don't think the conversation happens. Well, and I don't understand like from a personal perspective, maybe this is just me being ignorant, but like if you're hurt, how do you come into the game after getting hurt, but then not play a few days later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, I don't yeah. understand. Plus, I may be, I may be being selfish because I'm going to be at the game on Thursday, and for, I don't want to fucking go watch Case Keenum live. I, hey, I, man, I don't. The Minnesota don't Miracle. Okay. Hey, people said the same thing about going to watch Tyrod Taylor against the Jets, and and it's been I Baker was at since. that game too, but right? I got to so, see Baker in that game. So you get to see another. Maybe you see another passing of the torch. So from Baker Mayfield to Case Keenum, I hate you. <laughs> it's a sense of shit. Can we just get? Can we? Can we just yeah. get to our predictions? We're please? moving on. Uh, so our predictions. Um, who wants to go first? Do either of you have? I'll it? go. Be, I'm going to assume Baker Mayfield plays. I'm going to say yeah. 27, 23. We win. Jesus. All right. I don't know. I I don't know Chris? if those teams can add up to that anyway. With <laughs> regardless who plays, that's a lot of points. What do you got, Chris? I, I guess that's kind of disingenuous. I'm pretty sure they're my over for later. But um... <laughs> they <are. laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. But it was 42. It's not 51. <laughs> Jesus. I'll say 24-14 because we score late. Brown. Are you saying the Baker plays? Yeah, I'm this saying is all that, the I'm saying that, we that are Johnson right. is the earnest. The um, most earnest. Yes. The earnest. Doesn't matter who's quarterback, as long as he's earnest. I'm going to go 20 – I've got the under. I'm going to go 21-10 Browns. And I just think it's it's supposed to rain, so I think that – It looks like it's going to clear up by game time, but, yeah, it's it's supposed to be (laughs) – God damn it. Well, I'm obviously I'm paying. Well, I'm paying attention because I don't want to. 
because I don't want it to rain on me. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, I got 21-10 Browns. I just think uh, are the Browns is this version of the Browns above the Teddy Bridgewater line with all these injuries? Are we still above the Teddy Bridgewater line? I think we're right on it, baby. Yeah, we're towing the Bridgewater line. <laughs> now, the Bridgewater line did lose last week, although that was with uh, Bigot John Gruden in the equation. I think I would have changed it a little bit. Yeah, the Bridgewater line, yes, it, it ebbs, and, ebbs and flows. Yes. Um, all right, so yeah, we'll you see. can't. It's a long season, man. You can't take all seventeen <laughs> weeks from a preseason uh, preseason line that we've made up in like five minutes. Yeah, that I put in. I used a, a snipping tool and PowerPoint to make. <laughs> um. Oh, so, can I give that? Can I get my takeoff? Yeah, let's. Yeah, I wanted. To, I didn't Just know what you were All right, so I am fully aware that there's probably push from networks, push from the league, whatever, that announcers every year, they seem to fall in love with a new saying, like a new word that they watch the game and fall in love with. Mm-hmm. It's been analytics, right? A couple years ago, everybody kept saying analytics. Yeah. A couple years, it's been RPO and read pass option. If I hear another announcer show a replay of a pass, and say in phase again, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm so sick of hearing that word. They didn't say it for 2,021 years. And they started saying it this year. Brian Greasy says it 17 times a game. So go, oh, well, he's in phase, in phase What's there. What's he referencing? Like a defender guarding a receiver. Okay. So it's like you're technically in phase. It's like if you're a step behind. I Googled it because it was driving me fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> it's when you're like a step. It's like a, a technique where you're a step behind the uh, receiver. So like you can get beat deep, but you can't keep beat short. Yeah. But people, they, I've heard every announcer say it. It drives me up a wall. And I hate that that's this year's thing because RPO and- was its own thing in Wildcat and all that stuff. But in phases just drove me crazy. And to that point, if we're complaining about Monday Night Football, I don't I don't ever want Tennessee to be on primetime again, because if I hear Janoris Jenkins be called Jackrabbit, Jackrabbit Jenkins one more time, they didn't call him Janoris a single time in that game. Brian Greasy and Lewis Riddick, Lewis Riddick con- <laughs> continued, con- continued, Lewis Riddick. <laughs> they continued to refer to him as Jackrabbit Jenkins, and it was it was driving me insane. I the dude's name is Janor. He's not good enough to consistently use a nickname. To be totally honest, a I didn't know that was Janoris Jenkins. I thought those were two different people. And dude, two, I- the the reason I disagree with what you're saying is because they kept using it in like a bad way. They'd be like, and they're just picking on Jackrabbit Jenkins right <laughs> yeah. now, which was hilarious. So that is very funny. But it was just driving me insane that they kept calling him Jackrabbit and they didn't call him Janoris once. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly did not realize that was the same person. I don't think I watched it with sound the whole time. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't hear either of our complaints? No. <laughs> yeah. No. He said like, phase 15 times. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it with sound at all. It was... <laughs> I don't mind. Like, I, it's not that I like hate the Monday Night Football guys. Mm, I think yeah. they're fine. No, they're fine. I'm glad they they're... decided to not try to get like a big home run higher and just stuck with them. Yeah, they're fine. I think adding Lewis Riddick was perfectly fine. Lewis Wittick. Lewis Wittick. Yeah. <laughs> um. So moving on. Look, guys, I got the DMs. 
I got the documents right here. The people love NFL hurry up now that we're all doing he held jokes. up he held up his notebook for our listeners that they're the documents Sean watch Alex Jones one time Sean no don't you'll get <laughs> put on a list just go on Twitter and see other people put it um turn the frogs gay um but the people love the people love NFL hurry up when we all do our jokes so without further ado let's get in to the NFL Hurry up. Sean, Tampa Bay 28, Philadelphia 22. Yeah, you can see the difference between real-life quarterback play and fantasy quarterback play when it comes to Jalen Hurts. As a fantasy guy, playing Jalen Hurts is like watching the video from the ring. Put him in your lineup, but for the love of God, don't watch it or you're going to be cursed forever. Miami 20, Jacksonville 23, Chris. Hello, governor. Oh, bloody hell. Why'd you send these teams over? Oh boy, it looks like Urban Meyer got his win number one, but watching where his hands are on video, he might prefer number two. Sean, Chargers six, Baltimore 34. Yeah, John Harbaugh turned back the clock to 2016 with touchdowns from Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell, and Devonta Freeman, which made me think about around this time back in 2016. You got the baseball playoffs going on five years later, and I'm still dead inside. L.A. Rams, 38. New York Giants, 11. Chris. I gave you guys that stat where Daniel Jones only likes to play on the road, meaning that he's just like everybody else in New Jersey. He'd much rather be out of there, unless it's for the freaking gabagoo. (laughs) Oh, what? So no fucking ZD now? Houston, 3. Indianapolis, 31. Houston sucks. I don't really, I couldn't even think of a, a Watson joke for this one either. Houston sucks. Sean, Kansas City 31, Washington football team 13. Yeah, with the Chiefs win, the reports of their demise was a little bit exaggerated. Just like the idea that Andy Reid has ever turned down to cheeseburger. Chris, Green. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Chris, Green Bay 24, Ooh. Chicago oh, 14. Well, it's kind of ironic that uh, Green Bay fucking owns the Bears and uh, Aaron Rodgers fucking owns the Bears, but the Bears don't even own their own stadium. Really makes you think. It does. Uh, Cincinnati 34, Denver 11. Uh, Joe Burrow, real good. Bengals and Tigers, very good. Go Tigers. Sean, Dallas 35, New England 29. Yeah, verbal meme of C.D. Lamb waving at Jalen Mills after scoring the game-winning touchdown. Caption, when anyone anywhere in any part of the world asks when they need someone to join a fantasy football league, that's how I'll respond. <laughs> Chris, Las Vegas 34, Denver 24. It's probably a good thing John Gruden didn't coach this game because I played a game of how many words can, that were in John Gruden's emails be made out of the name Vic Fangio, and I came up with seven. <laughs> Minnesota thirty, <laughs> Minnesota thirty-four, Carolina twenty-eight. In a tribute to the two thousand and five Viking sex cruise, the Panthers tried to come from behind and win, but Kirk Cousins was able to pull out a victory in OT. Sean, uh, where are you at? You got Buffalo thirty-one, Tennessee thirty-four. Yeah, I mean Sean McDermott's decision to go for it on fourth and one at the end of the game is going to be criticized. Um, but if, if going forward it doesn't work out, he can always go back to his career narrative. It's arrested development. 
Seattle 20, Pittsburgh 28. This game wasn't went exactly like Russ Wilson fake planned with TJ Watt landing a knockout punch late on Geno Smith. And that was the NFL hurry up. Went so smooth. So smooth. <laughs> no, the saddest part is that we're going to lose my Jackson Mahomes choke. We are. That's okay. Jackson Mahomes sucks. Tell your, tell your Jackson Mahomes joke. Oh, I really wish I could hear John Gruden's emails about Jackson Mahomes. You know he hates that guy. Jackson Mahomes is the worst fucking person. Like, I just, I hate Is he? I don't know. I have no idea. We can cut this part. I'm just curious. Yeah. But they, and they reported, like, there was, there was a picture after the game to show that it was where the, like, it was a designated area for them to stand, but still. I I don't care. It's still less of. It's less offensive than what happened when he actually died. All those quotes. Oh yeah, those what were bad. Mean? When well, they Sean all, they Taylor were, actually died. When he actually died, people were like, "Whoa, that's what happens when you're gang affiliated." And like, yep. sure, it was gang related. I think Cowherd said something, and Wilbon, and they immediately like, out. yeah, they, they immediately went gang. to Miami, like yeah. bad dude, and and then it turned out that he was that he was, he was robbed. Right? Yeah, he well, was no, defending when, yeah. his home. So what happened was he was supposed to travel. To the game and they uh he ended up being like a late scratch so he didn't travel but the guy who robbed mm-hmm. the house ended up still trying to rob him so he was there and then he got shot in the leg mm-hmm. and bled out Do you know it's like this isn't a joke or anything but that doesn't happen in 2021 because of like ring cameras mm-hmm. and shit because like no because of twitter everybody would have known he was out oh yeah true oh yeah right i'm pretty sure the kid that robbed the house is like 17 too yeah. he's really young yeah, that was sad. Like Sean Taylor for a short of time, like you saw him more than anybody, Chris, being a mm-hmm. Miami guy. Like Sean Taylor was awesome. Yeah, oh, I was a little, stuff. I was a little young for the Miami stuff. Although I can remember that Florida State game pretty well, where it was all like mud and shit. Yeah, yeah I mean he was the man that that hit on the the, the punter was so awesome. And the Pro Bowl was fantastic. Yeah. Brian um, so, but yeah, nobody will hear the other jokes, but um, it went smooth. Great. Great NFL area. Uh, so we'll go into our picks. Um, game of the week. Uh, Sean, you and Chris both have the same game of the Chiefs and Titans. I agree. I think that's going to be a good game. Mine is the That's Bengals. like the only good game this week. Mine's the Bengals at Ravens. And it's only because yeah. it's it, – we're going to see what the Ravens – or the Bengals really are. The Ravens yeah. are good. Like, uh, it, it pains me to say, but the Ravens are good. This the, it, this week of games is pretty damn bad. It's some of the worst lines. The Cardinals, like I, none of us picked it. The Cardinals are seventeen point favorites. These are college mm-hmm. lines. Like this yeah. is. And oh, Buccaneers are twelve and a half against Chicago. Uh, the Rams are fifteen and a half. Like it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. So um, we'll start, Sean. Yeah, I have week? my Wolf game of the week is the game that you just talked about: Lions Rams. I, this is going to be a bloodbath and not in the sense about what my brother talked about when it comes to Browns Broncos on Thursday. It's going to be a bloodbath because this game could be 60 to three. You did go the, your wolf game of the week was good last week. The Bengals I'm, I'm, the, I'm, like my, two, that was a bad straight. game. Yeah, that was two a bad straight. game. So I'll give you that one. Um, so we'll go with our favorites. Um, I've got the Falcons. Minus two and a get two and a half uh, at the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are terrible, and I think the Falcons have been like 
weirdly frisky enough offensively to to pull this one off. And I think they win pretty big because I just think I think the Dolphins are really bad. Uh, Chris, what do you got? The Raiders line is goofy. I don't know how they're only three point favorites. Yeah, Eagles at Raiders, especially yeah. with the Eagles traveling. That doesn't. Yeah, that, I sense. thought that line was wonky. Yeah. Uh, Sean, your favorite. Yeah, I have the Panthers minus three on the road against the Giants. Um, I still think the Giants are going to be without a lot of offensive players, including now Kadarius Tony, who re-aggravated his ankle injury. Yeah, don't think God Saquon Barkley comes back. You're welcome. Um, I think he re-aggravated. I think he re-aggravated his temper too. Yeah, but uh, the 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 Giants just don't <laughs> have any offensive players right now. No. And, and um, Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones at home is really bad. Yeah, he um, stinks at home, except just, for the freaking Gabagoo. <laughs> uh, Chris, what is – who's your dog? Oh, that's a good question. Um, usually I say Paige in the scenario, but I'm sticking with my Colts, baby. Plus four, Sunday Night Football, you San will Francisco. Not, you can't quit the Colts. Hey, if, if they were three yards away from winning the division, that's why I talked myself into last night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. It do they're not out of it. I'm telling no, you. No, they're, they're still not, not out of it. It's crazy. Um, Sean, I know you were going back and forth in your dog. Who's your dog? Yeah, I'm gonna go on the other side of your favorite. I actually like the Dolphins plus two and a half over Atlanta. Dolphins are at home. I I I refuse to believe that Atlanta is does anything well. Um, and I just, I, I think the dolphins are going to get a win here after coming back from London. Amen. Cordero Patterson. Well, one of us is going to be right in this. Yeah, one of us will for sure be right. What's the line? Two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, I was hoping yeah. it was three. That would have been awesome for you guys yeah. to push. Um, my dog is the Titans plus five and a half at home against the chiefs. Chiefs defense is bad. And Derrick Henry is really, really good. So I that feels like the biggest rat line of the week. Yeah, it's uh, just I, in case you guys wanted to know. Oh, he's back. <laughs> he lives. Um, uh, Sean, you're over. My over is over 49. Uh, Washington football team on the road in Green Bay. Washington's football. Washington football team's defense is awful. Uh, it's probably the biggest disappointment um, of the year when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. And I, I'm sticking strong with my Super Bowl pick. I think after the Packers got punched in the mouth week one, I think I, I still think they come out of the NFC. I, I think my Packers Bear or Packers Bills Super Bowl is looking pretty good right now. So uh, I think there's going to be a lot of points in Green Bay. Yeah, two things. One, I don't. I don't I'm glad you said Packers Bills because Packers Bears not a good Super Bowl pick. And um, <laughs> That you, you corrected yourself. You corrected yourself from Washington's football team to Washington football team. Mm-hmm. It means the same thing. <laughs> it does. You're Both right. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got the Bengals at the Ravens, 47. Uh, I think the Bengals defense isn't bad, uh, but 47 is kind of a low for. Oh, hey, I have breaking well. news. Can you hit me with the breaking news? Oh, God. That's the breaking news, Jalopy. I'm not laughing at the noise. I'm laughing at your face when you did it. Von Miller vows to dominate Browns. Quote, I'm going to go off. 
I did see that he said it doesn't matter who's in front of him, he's going to kill him, yep. which is that's attempted murder and that's a threat. And yeah. for somebody who's already in a bad way of threatening people, Von Miller should watch his watch what he does. Just saying. Um, Chris, you're over. You've already talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> Broncos. I, I saw Brown's Broncos and I'm like, that is not enough points. 42 for an NFL game that I have. Not only is it an NFL game, but that I have to be stuck watching. Yeah. There's no way that game's going over. And then I had to give a score for that game, you know, 20 minutes ago. And I'm pretty sure I said an underscore. Um, yeah. You did. I'm, yeah. I'm, you did. yeah, I did. <laughs> So I, uh, I'm, I'm on tilt right now. I mean, uh, Texas, we'll get into it in the gambling garage. Texas has broken my brain. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I mean, the score we'll, doesn't we'll really matter. You, just, you thought the Browns are going to win. It can still go over. You, I mean, you were at 38. So. But we'll talk about it at the garage. I'm on full tilt. Yeah. Um, under. Uh, I'm going opposite of that. I, I'm going exactly what you predicted. And I'm going uh, – Broncos, Browns, it's going to be a bad game. Hopefully defensive show up. I just don't think it's going to be a ton of points. That is a low number, though, for that. So, uh, Chris, you're under. I gave my under over. Yeah, you gave uh, – that's why – yeah, you're under. Oh, I gave my over under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You technically um, gave an, uh, an under for your over. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm fully on tilt. Um, <laughs> under Dolphins, Falcons, I don't think that either of them – are that good, uh, except for Cal Pitts. So I don't know how they add up to 47. Yeah, it's a tough one. I think, yeah, because yeah, the offense for the Falcons is – like, I think they're good enough to beat the Dolphins, but are they good enough to combine to get that many points? I don't think yeah. so. Um, Sean, you're under. Yeah, my under is uh, under 42 and a half. Uh, the Jets at the Patriots. These teams already met once this year. The score, the final score was 25 to six. Zach Wilson threw four interceptions and that was at home. Uh, Bill Belichick doesn't lose the rookie quarterbacks. Zach Wilson's a rookie quarterback. Zach Wilson's on the road. This, this, this may be very, this said, this was definitely a consideration for my Wolf game, seeing that there was the first game was a Wolf game. Hey, I have a question. Why did the Dolphins not get a bye week? I don't understand that. Yeah, no I was confused that about that too. It didn't make sense. That seems like an oversight. Yeah, I because I, I thought that was the whole point. Yeah, you go to London, you come back, you get a buy. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's an oversight. Now they probably they probably are um, probably happy with that because I would assume you want your bye week later. But yeah. yeah, I was surprised by that. Yeah, yeah, this week was tough going through because like the Rams, like Rams. Lions, the over under is 50 and a half. And I was like, that's not bad, but where are the other points going to come from? Yeah. Like the, yeah. the Rams aren't going to score like 45. I thought the same thing with the Cardinals one. I'm like, well, the Cardinals might shut it down. Yeah. Like, I don't like, think they'll put up 50. Yeah. The Cardinals is 47 and a half. Like they're not yeah. yet. It, it where the points, the other side of the points going to come from. So it's a bad week. It's a good week that the Browns are on Thursday because then you can do something else on Sunday. Like then other than watch football, like I will watch football, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to have the red zone. I'm going to watch football, but. And the red zone's perfect. You don't feel, you you don't like feel like the games are bad. It's just like, Oh, someone's in the red zone. Yeah. Like I'll, I have to replace the sink. I'll probably replace the, like the faucet and stuff and have the red zone on the phone. 
what uh, brand sink did you buy? Uh, Kohler. Good. Happy to hear it. <laughs> yeah, Kohler. Um, all right. So moving on. We didn't go there. We briefly we looked inside of it. Um, it's still positive, but it's cooling down. I mean, it's cooling down outside. It is chilly season. I had chilly on Saturday. It's officially chilly season. Um, but we're gonna go in. Visit our friend Chris. It's time for the gambling garage. I wonder why he's so eager to go to the garage. The garage? Hey, fellas, the garage. Well, ooh la dee da, Mr. Frenchman. Well, what do you call it? A car hole. Hello, everyone. So <laughs> last week, <laughs> last week actually was okay. So with the gambling garage picks, I went two and two. Okay. That's fine. Um, over the weekend, I had a decent NFL, I had a decent, um, college day. I went three and three. Um, and then I won the chiefs game, lost the Browns game money line, but I've started betting on baseball and baseball has just been rocking my world, uh, in a bad way. So I really, 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 really need the Astros to win tonight. Um, also I, can we have an intervention? Yeah. I need to stop betting on Texas. <laughs> yeah. I told you I fell asleep during that. Like I fell asleep because I thought it was over. Because it was uh, 17 to three, was killing it. 17 to three, first quarter, ball in the Oklahoma State 18 yard line. Any points there, 23, 24, 3, that game's over. Oklahoma State's offense is like 112th this year. They're yeah. awful on offense. They're good defense. Third down, run the ball to John Robinson. Nope. Pick six. And then we we're off to the goddamn races. Yeah. So you fell asleep during a noon game. So I was nap time. I ref that morning. Oh, okay. And it was so, like the most stressful fucking game. So so I am good with anyone but Texas betting. And and Iowa's dead to me, I think, too, after that display. Fair. So um let me get back to the games this week. Not a huge NFL slate just because I don't love a lot of the lines. No. NC State minus three on Saturday. Miami's broken my heart too many times. <laughs> I was going to ask who they play, but I kind of knew the answer. Wisconsin <laughs> is minus three against somebody against Purdue. Let down spot. Yep. Wisconsin, Oregon plus two against UCLA wonky line at UCLA rat line for sure. Taking Oregon. Iowa state is minus seven against Oklahoma state. What? Opposite of the rat line. I'm taking Iowa state. Alabama, Tennessee over. Alabama wants to score. Tennessee wants to score. Although, is that going to be Joe Milton? I think it's going to be Milton. Okay, time. I'm going to take know. that one off. <laughs> yeah, please. Tennessee's going to. Tennessee wants to throw things at you too. Well, I mean, if Joe Milton's throwing him, he's going to miss, or he'll just run out of bounds. Or he'll throw it through you. <laughs> or, or he'll run out of bounds when he needs to throw. Yeah, he's like yeah, throw, I, had ten- I, had, I had Tennessee in that one as well. Um, Ohio State minus 20. They're fucking good again. It sucks. Yeah. Everything sucks. <laughs> Titans, <laughs> plus five, <laughs> Titans plus five and a half. I'm on the rat side of that again. Colts plus four. Easiest bet of the week. Raiders minus three. Pats minus seven. Sean, I think you had that one. I Well, I had the under in that game, but yeah, I mm-hmm. think that. Oh. Yeah, the and then Bengals, Ravens over 47. Well, I thought that's the one. Yeah, I had that one. Yeah. So those are the picks. Let's see how they do. 
Um, if you're looking to break my heart, uh, Michigan is 25 23 and a half. 23 oh, and a half. 23 and a half. I found 25 on the Barstow one. I Don't mean, either way. Um, <laughs> find the 23 and a half. Find the 20. Oh, 24. Sorry, 24. Um, this is the week I told you that this is the week that if they lose this one, this is where my heart breaks. No, they're not losing this. They'll lose, they'll find some crazy way to lose to Michigan State next week. On Halloween, spooktober almost over. Oh, that worked. Um, so moving on. We didn't have it last week because we did the good, the bad, the shitty, um, which I thought did well. I thought that was a good good time. Um, so this week there was a wager place between me and Sean. We went against each other in fantasy football. I only won because of crazy play at the end. So there is a I don't even remember a wager being placed. If you won, it was going to become Sean's fantasy front yard. You got a whole front yard to yourself. Um, ah, okay. But I am, you know, it was a kind of a, it was a good game. So I won in a bad way. So we're going to yeah, go into Phil's fantasy funhouse. It's Woo-hoo! Phil's fantasy funhouse time. <laughs> Chris, you got some questions for me. Shoot them. I do. So we got some questions from the audience to to ask Phil about the Phil Fantasy Funhouse. It was going to be the Sean Sean Family Room, Sean Fantasy Family Room, but it is not. So here's the first question I have. Shoot it. This is from uh, Chad L. Okay. It says, (laughs) dear fantasy owner, because he didn't know who to say say it to, obviously. True, Um, fair. I am in a 11 quarterback league. Now that I have lost Russell Wilson, should I pick Tim Tebow up? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. This is weird to type. That's a good, yeah, that's a good question by Chad L. Good guy. Good guy. Very normal. Um, yeah, I mean, it's always worth it. He's God's favorite player, so it's always worth it to take a shot on Tim Tebow. Also versatile, so go for it. Yep. Next question. Uh, this one comes from Sean W. This says, how many leagues is too many leagues also, do you know any fantasy football anonymous classes that I can go to? Uh, yes, there's one every every Thursday, uh, right before the, the Thursday night game at the local uh, UAW. So you can go to your local UAW. Uh, and I would say 15 is too many. So <laughs> 15 leagues is too many. This, one said, this one's from uh, Page D. Um, this one says, obviously... In every fantasy football league, if you have a receiver that's also a kick returner, you get all the kick returner points, right? I mean, come on, Paige. Yes, that's obvious. You get any anything that that player does, you get all the points. Right, kick return yeah. points. If they uh, if they get a pass interference called on them, you get those points. Like you get all those points. Great question. Yep, yep. A couple more here. I I have a couple more. You're just assuming she's a dog. That might be assault if she's a human. No, Um, boops for everyone. Everyone gets boops. Um, this one is this one is from um Devin G. Okay. Okay. This one says, if you have an a high point total but injury prone running back, should you also try to get the backup running back? 
So this is a good question. Thank you, sir, for asking this question, Devin G. I'm only assuming by the name Devin that it is a sure, male. Sure, of course. Obviously. Yeah, it's, it's definitely male. <laughs> Duh. Um, yeah. No. I think if if you have a high point total but injury prone, you're going to want to stick with that guy because eventually it's going to pay off. So always try to find – if you need a backup, try to find somebody who – you know, isn't getting a lot of playing time. And then down the road, you're going to look like a genius when he goes off. So yeah, you know, go with a rookie from, who's like a third string, right? Right. And, and, and the other way too, like I've heard that if you take a veteran who you think might be over the hill, usually mm-hmm. that player actually comes out and plays pretty well. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell. Great pick, right? Yeah. Great pick. He was good a while ago. He's going to be good again. It's water finds its level. Next question. Okay, I got like I said, I got a couple more here. Um, when it says PPR, is that points per relationship, and how is that measured? So that's measured by any time. It's kind of like the kick return thing. So okay. anytime that player's name is mentioned on the broadcast, or they get any stat going towards them, so if a flag's thrown on them, that's negative points for a defensive player. If a guy gets uh, a pass interference. And he's the one that it goes against, like a receiver. He gets those yards added to him. Um, anytime there's really a mention of that player, you get some points. So, like, if they say, hey, player XYZ is doing very well, that's point one points. It's an awesome way to do it. Awesomely. And, that, and that's standard these days, right? That's standard, usually how it goes. Very standard. Some places will do a half PPR. You yeah. don't want to be in those leagues. Okay, like I said, I got I, two more. I, I want to try to make no, sure the we fans do wanted this. The fans, yeah, wanted of course. This. Uh, this one just says Jalen Hurts question mark. Astute, astute observation. Yes, Jalen Hurts. Now, do you think that that person's probably asking, is he a good quarterback? I mean, no, he's a great fantasy quarterback. There's been three great fantasy players in the history. It's Priest Holmes. It's uh, Lamar Jackson and it's Jalen Hurts. Yes. Maybe Jamal Charles in there too. Who knows? All right. This last, last question. One. This last question is um, I'm in a fantasy league. It's 11 points. It's PPR. Von Miller or JJ Watt. Ooh, this is tough. Mm-hmm. Both great defensive guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Are you going to say a kicker? And I'm going to say you get a left guard. Whoa. And you go Joel Bentonio. He's been mentioned a lot in the media. He's the only healthy guy. So PPR, he's going to get his name said a lot. Doesn't get a lot of flags on him. Joel Bentonio. He also okay. gave me nuck. He also gave me nuts one time at a bar. Gave you nuts. Great guy. Great commercials. All right. That's all the questions that I had. That's the fun house, guys. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. John, what do you think? That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Sean, do you like the fun house? Are we, are, we, are we done? Yeah, we're done. I'd like to I'd like to formally announce my resignation from the Dogs Gotta Eat podcast. Oh my god, it I happened! No yes! Be, I will no longer be a member. I will no longer be providing fantasy advice because fuck. Sean, you know what's gonna happen now too is I'm a hundred percent gonna get destroyed in the playoffs by you, and it's gonna be De- uh, Devonte Smith that kicks my ass, dude. I and whoever yeah, else was, I traded to you that that was worth it. Also, that actually went really well. 
Sean's face. I was trying to watch it as I would ask the questions. Oh my God. We, if it was points per eye roll, we'd be winning the league. <laughs> oh, Sean, were those good questions to piss you off? <laughs> That's all I was trying to do. <laughs> points yeah. per relationship. Points per relationship was good. I am going to lose that league because I'm in the league, right, the lead right now, and I'm 100% going to lose. Like, it's going to come crashing down as it always does. So It's all right. I'm one in five. <laughs> yeah. The world's – it all sucks anyways. Yeah, dude, um, all my fantasy – all my football has gone horribly wrong. Don't worry. Mine's going to eventually – I mean, it's not going well for the Browns, but it's going to turn even worse for Michigan. That's the worst part. It's like I'm not even happy. They're undefeated. They're number six in the nation. I'm like, this is all going to come crashing down in three weeks. Well, let me tell you, I'd much rather be undefeated than two and four. True. Sean, how confident are you going into the Penn State game? I mean, if if Sean if if Sean Clifford doesn't play, that game may be sixty to six. Well, you really like that backup quarterback, huh? <laughs> He's still yeah, – I don't know if he's going to play yet. Um, what happened to him? I don't even know. I never saw, like, what the actual injury was. Yeah. James but Franklin. Even if, even, yeah. even if he does – even if Clifford does play, he won't be 100%. And like Christopher said, Ohio State's starting to actually play, like, how they should. It's bullshit. I don't know, man. Oklahoma's, man you, can't, Oklahoma. you can never dance on their grave until it's the second loss – you, you can't dance on their grave. It's like Duke. Oklahoma's really good. No, Oklahoma, is that, that's fine. Cincinnati will not make the – I'm going to say right now, Cincinnati will not make the – Yeah, I, I know this isn't a college football podcast, but at the end we always kind of go on different tangents. The Cincinnati thing is is going to be so weird at the end. I because the, they're, UC, they're, they're the undefeated UCF team from 20, what, 16? No, yeah, only, but they actually but, played yeah. people for once. It's, it's not even that, but they had Ooh. like that UCF team was, was – there was no buzz about them preseason. This Cincinnati yeah. team has had buzz since last year. They were in the top ten. But there's, yeah. that's the there's a chance. There's a chance that Notre Dame loses one or two more games, and that is Cincinnati's only win. Yeah, and that's what sucks for college football if you're like that team is Indiana was – was projected to be good at the beginning of the year. Plus, plus if, if Oklahoma rips off wins against Texas, even, even though we all know how Texas is, if they get two wins against Oklahoma State, or if it's a win against Baylor or Iowa State, I don't know how the Big 12 championship is going to shake out. If they get those wins, if Ohio State beats a top 10 Penn State team, a top 10 Michigan team, a top 10 Michigan State a top 20 Iowa, because I don't know if Iowa loses again, they'll probably still be top 15, top 20. If Ohio State has all of those, Oklahoma has all those, how is there any argument, even with Ohio's, even with Ohio State's loss to an Oregon team who could very well win their own conference, how is there any argument to uh, Cincinnati who literally beat Notre Dame? There's not, but the argument mm-hmm. is, the argument is if Oregon loses again. Right. Because do you take, <laughs> the argument is, do you take a two loss Pac-12 champ you oh, you're saying you're Alabama, or do you take okay. uh, undefeated Cincinnati? That's the argument. So are you, no one's going to so argue you're saying, one loss. You're saying Georgia, Ohio State, and Oklahoma are already. Yeah, it's in that really the fourth now, spot. Yeah. yeah, it's that fourth spot because Cincinnati has to play SMU. That's really their next hardest game, and then they does the AAC have a championship game? Yeah, so they would play Houston as it sits right now. I mean, and if Ohio State goes out and beat in, beats Indiana this weekend, Indiana all of a sudden is two and five. 
Yeah. No, Indiana's bad. They were a paper tiger last year. The yeah. like their best win last year was playing Ohio State within a touchdown. The yeah. what's what I think is funny about all of this, and I hope college changes this somehow. Like that Indiana Notre Dame game or Indiana Cincinnati. Cincinnati and Notre Dame Cincinnati. It's not like they scheduled those expecting those teams to be good. Those were scheduled years in advance. So like yeah. I get the point of I think the conference play should matter. But I don't like the idea that they get punished for scheduling teams and they end up not being as good as you expect them to be. Yeah. Especially Notre Dame. I mean, Indiana, you don't expect them to be good. But I don't think they deserve to be in because they get to play, you know, they get all fired up for Notre Dame and then they get to play, you know, a bad UCF team and Tulsa. And it's just it's just so different. Yeah. Well, I think one thing like this is high school, but. Uh, one of the conferences around here, their week 10 is open. So yeah. like they don't schedule a team week 10 and then they match it up in conference based on like where you stand. So like, for example, Fairview and Normandy are the two worst teams in the division and the conference they're playing each other. Mm-hmm. So they have a pseudo championship game at the end of the season. Yeah. Or like, uh, yeah, it's almost like a bowl game in a way. Yeah. So you should like in college, you could do that. We're like, Hey, late in the week, like late in the year, leave an open spot that guy like two weeks before you have to try to schedule a game. Well that, and like, they make it sound like it's impossible, but coastal and BYU did it last year. Yeah. Within like, I think 10 days. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I hate, I think if I was a group of five team, I would try to do that have an open week and be like, all right, well put your best group of five against our best group of five. And, and yeah. then that's the team. Do a coastal versus Cincinnati. Yeah. Or BYU or whoever Boise, yeah. whoever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that where you yeah. can, or UTSA versus. Cause what was, Cincinnati. what was the other team in Cincinnati's non-conference schedule? Uh, shit. I can look at Miami of Ohio or somebody. They played. What the hell? Where the Hold on. It like took me back to like a weird. No, they play. They play Miami. Navy this week. No, Navy's, Navy's in, the Navy's in the conference. Oh. Um, the Miami of Ohio and Murray State. Murray State. Yeah, so like, don't play Miami of Ohio and keep a week open to play the other good group of five team. Yeah, because they don't play. Yeah, they don't play Houston in season. Yeah. The next they, best UCF, team they play is the worst. The worst thing that happened to. Uh, the worst thing that happened to them is that they didn't get like a big time UCF game. Yeah. They could lose the Navy. Buzz back. Navy Navy's such a weird team to play because mm-hmm. they run the option. So you can't really keep up field that I only say that because Michigan almost lost the army. The- it would just, I, I would I I kind of agree with Christopher that it'll be nice if if Cincinnati loses just to shut that entire argument up. Oh yeah, it's done. Like the minute they lose, it obviously wouldn't matter yeah. anymore. So it just stops. Yeah. So We'll see. At least college football will be somewhat exciting this weekend, hopefully. Um, but yeah, who next is the, the weekend oh, for college? The big game. Yeah, Ohio, Ohio State, Indiana is the 7:30 ABC game this week. Yeah. Oh, and the, really? Yeah. Oh, man. The big noon game is uh, Michigan, uh, it's Michigan Northwestern. Isn't it? Yeah, Michigan Northwestern. And um, yeah, because next week, next week you could have two top ten Big Ten matchups. Yeah, it's the best weekend for the Big Ten that they have. This next like three weeks is like the best thing for the Big Ten. The only matchup of ranked teams this week 
There isn't even a, there is not a matchup of two ranked teams in no. in the top twenty five this week. Oh, yeah. Notre Dame USC. Yeah, Notre uh, USC stinks. Yeah, but Maybe. it's still that game. Purdue. Well, yeah. Clemson. I guess honestly, probably the best game on the slate is probably Clemson Pitt. Yeah. Well, if you mean by like entertainment, uh, Carolina, uh, NC State will and Miami will be close, and then they'll fuck it up somehow. UTSA, Louisiana Tech. I watched that game. So, is there any like good weekday games? Uh, tomorrow, Coastal plays. Uh, and then Thursday, Tulane, SMU. SMU. Yeah. So. Is Tulane the team that played Ohio State, or is Tulane the team that played Tech Oklahoma? Uh, Oklahoma? Yeah, Tulsa. Ohio State played Tulsa. Tulsa. Tulane, <clears throat> Tulane. Yeah, Tulane's the one that won or lost forty to thirty-five. It's some. Bullshit that we haven't had enough action yet, and it's making me very angry. That never starts till November, though. I thought it started late October. Well, we're still, regardless, we're not at late October. Like, I thought it started, like, right now. Like, I want Kent State, Ohio. I want to be, I want to be so bored and then just have it on my phone. I thought they waited, I thought they waited until football was over. Or, I'm sorry, uh, baseball was over. Could be. I love action. Well, and and ESPN has hockey now, which is true, which will screw it up. Screws it up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's a show. We always go on the tangents at the end. Probably gonna cut a majority. No, I'm gonna keep all that. I mean, the end always ends up being weird Um, because it's like weird to go from something to then like we're over by. But that's a show. I don't think we broke this, but Jerry listened and Jerry loves it. Uh, We did. We did break. Okay, I couldn't remember. We did break it last week. Yeah. Jerry loves it. Well, I didn't it, hear that he loved it. Oh, he loves it. Everybody who listens oh. loves it. Yeah, of course he does. Everybody Sean, listens, don't it. you have a, a podcast network to talk about? I do. It's the uh, go to the cut ffb.com if you are looking for weekly rankings. Uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, the apocalypse has hit us this week. Uh, week seven by. If you mute me again, fun. I will mute to need this show. Do not again. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Fuck your bipocalypse. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> oh, but, um, so we'll have our our weekly rankings. Uh, will most likely be up by Thursday morning. So um, just check out the cutffb.com. Uh, for your the starts and sits. Um, not sure if I will be on the pod this week, but check out Christian and Randy talking about their week seven starts and sits. Hey, I do have like a serious question about the cut. Solid question. Sounded like yeah. a juicy one, actually. Um, yeah, the family, observation. The, the family yeah. room will be back next week, Sean. I just had the fun house this week. No, you know, no, you know what? No, it won't. Sean, no, you don't want the fans. You don't want the fun house to get back because the fun house is a is wild. Ain't no it's party all, like a fun house party. It's only gonna get worse. Um, but that's the show. Thank you, everybody that's been listening. Um, we're about to make a dollar in ads. So uh, boys, you know what that means. When was that gonna get split up? When do I suspect my paycheck? I'll, I'll, I'll divvy up funds based on contributions. Um, so uh, thank you for anybody that listens. If you don't listen, you don't hear it. So screw you anyways. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens this week. Short week. So should be fun. Um, you, may be get, you may even get a halftime recap on the Dodge Gotta Eat Twitter page from yours truly. From the restaurant yours truly? What are you having like a nice mm. meal there? 
Oh, Sean gets to do halftime recaps. I don't know. We can do. You guys can both do. I'll I'll post both of you guys to send me videos. I don't want to. I like fat and so, and I'm always like running upstairs after, so I'm always out of breath. I was like, <sighs> people think I'm all amped up. No, it's just because I'm fat and I ran upstairs. If so. I would have done it after the Hail Mary, I was amped up. That's you were. I, I was fired up, man. I thought Keegan we was pumped. Keegan was yeah. pumped. Um, but anyways, that's the show. Thank you guys for listening. As always, go Browns. Later. Later.